You're listening to the Effortless Life Podcast, episode 31. Have you ever thought to yourself, I want to raise my prices, but I don't know if people are going to pay what I want to charge. And maybe this has left you feeling like you're doing a whole lot of work for a little bit of money. Or maybe you're worried that if you raise your rates, you'll lose clients. Or maybe you're currently in a place where you haven't raised your rates, even though you want to. And so you're beginning to resent the work you're doing because you're not getting paid enough for it. Wherever you are, today's episode is for you. Because by the time you finish this episode, you'll discover exactly how to know when is the right time to start charging what you're worth so you can start getting paid what you deserve. You'll also learn how to raise your rates without losing current clients, how raising your rates will help you attract better quality clients, and how surprisingly, it's not actually about the price tag on your products or services that makes people buy. The real reason they buy has to do with something else entirely, and I'm going to reveal what that is inside of today's episode. So are you ready to learn how to start getting paid what you're worth so you can finally feel what it's like to experience true freedom in your business? If your answer is yes, stay tuned. Globally ranked among the top shows in business and education, we're changing the way entrepreneurs work by changing the way they think about work. If you're ready to run your business like a real CEO, instead of your business running you, you're in the right place. You don't have to work as hard as you think you do to create the influence, income, and impact you deserve. It's time for a new way to do business. This is the Effortless Life Podcast. Here's your host, Courtney Elmer. If you're just joining us here on the show for the first time, welcome. I'm Courtney Elmer, and I'm the founder of The Effortless Life, where we give you a clear plan to generate consistent revenue in your business and free up your time to create the bigger impact you deserve without working 24-7. And today, we're diving into a topic that comes up a lot with some of our students, and I see it all the time in the business communities I belong to. And before we jump into this juicy episode, I've got to give a shout out to our featured listener of the week, Mary, who says... Courtney speaks with knowledge and love in a way that feels like you're sitting right next to her. 10 out of 10 would recommend this show to anyone who wants more out of life. Mary, thank you so much for these kind words because hearing from listeners like you helps us to know that we're on the right track. And more importantly, that the content we're creating for you really is helping you live your best life. And remember, for you listening, when you leave us a five-star review, we might just feature you as our listener of the week and give you a shout out to right here on the show. So here's the deal. I belong to quite a few business communities filled with really high quality business minded people, smart people, people who got into business because they wanted more freedom, but people who are currently feeling stuck and frustrated because they're not making enough money and they just can't seem to figure out how to charge more for what they offer. And one of the themes that I see so often is that people want to raise their prices. They feel like they're not charging what it is they're worth, or maybe they simply feel they're not charging what they want to charge. And they feel like they're doing a lot of work for what they're currently charging for it. But they're afraid to raise their prices because they're afraid that their existing customers won't pay those rates. And this creates a problem because that's when they start thinking to themselves, well, if my existing customers won't pay those rates, then surely new customers won't pay those rates. So what will happen if I raise my prices, then I might price myself out of business. And I totally get it because I've been there before too. That little voice gets in your head and it gets louder and it says, well, what if you raise those rates and people don't buy? What if this? What if that? And 
this kind of indecision can really keep you stuck. So when you're feeling overwhelmed or feeling like you just don't know what the right action is to take and you find yourself torn between wanting to raise your prices but worrying if you'll lose business, and if you're hearing my voice right now, then listen closely. If you're in a place where you have existing customers, maybe you've got some people in your community that you're currently working with, and you're afraid that if you raise your prices, you'll lose clients, then here's what I want you to consider first and foremost before anything else. Number one, if you choose to continue to operate by this belief, this story that you're telling yourself that, oh, I can't raise my prices because then people that I'm currently working with might leave, then I want you to think about where your business will be 12 months from now. Heck, six months from now. Will you be making any more money? Will you be attracting clients who are the right fit? Or do you think you'll be attracting more clients who are the wrong fit, clients who aren't willing to invest in themselves and in their business? And if you choose not to charge your worth, do you think it will be more or less likely that you'll begin to resent the clients you do have because you'll be doing work for them that you feel on an internal level that you're not getting paid your worth for? If you choose not to charge your worth, where do you think you will be one year from today? Closer to your goal of financial freedom? total freedom in your life and business to have that flexibility to travel or to do whatever it is you want to do, spend more time with your family or further away from that goal. You might have heard it said before that the only thing in life that you really need to be afraid of is being in the exact same place one year from now as you are today. So that's the first and foremost thing that you have to consider. And if you want your business to stay stuck, then keep your prices where they are for sure. But if you want your business to grow, then can we agree that it might be time to bump up your prices so that you can attract the clients that you truly want to have? So here's where people usually ask me, okay, Courtney, I get that I won't grow if I don't raise my rates and I want to grow, but how do I know what I'm worth? And that's when I'll usually hear a list of reasons why someone doesn't feel qualified to charge what they want because they don't feel like they've had enough experience or they don't feel like they know enough yet or they haven't been in business long enough to justify a higher rate. And to all of that, I simply say, what's more important? Wasting your time and energy worrying about all the reasons why someone might not pay or focusing your time and energy on helping them see the value in why they should. Here's one of the things that's been really helpful in terms of pricing our products and services, both for us here at The Effortless Life as a company and for countless students of ours when it comes to figuring out how do I price my programs? How do I price my products? And the secret is to not look at the price at all. It's to look instead at the value of what you're offering. So. Anywhere in your mind right now where you might notice that word popping up, price, I just want you to go ahead and delete it and replace it with the word value. Your only job is to start showing people the value of what you provide for them. The more you can show the value, the better you are at showing them why your offer is so valuable, the more they'll be willing to pay, which of course presupposes the more you'll make. So it's not a matter of how much someone will pay or asking yourself, well, how much would someone pay for this? It's a matter of how much value they see in your product. And even more specifically, how badly did they perceive in their mind that they need what you have? 
Are they looking at it as, oh, that'd be nice to have, or no, nah, I don't think that's worth my money or my time? Or is it something they can't live without? And how can you do a better job of positioning your product, your course, your program? What if every day you simply committed to focusing on doing a better job of showing someone the value, showing them why they can't live without what you have, showing them how it's going to change or impact or improve their life. Here's another secret that I'll illustrate for you with this concrete example. Let's say that you were to see an ad on Facebook or Instagram coming across your newsfeed. You're laying in bed at night, you're scrolling through your phone and you see an ad pop up. Now, let me ask you this, which of these offers would be more valuable to you and which one would you be more likely to click or at least to be more curious about an ad that's promoting a program that helps you grow your business or an ad promoting something that helps you learn step by step how to automate your existing course so you can make recurring revenue on autopilot. I don't know about you, but I would be way more likely to click the second one than I would the first. Why? One little key word here that I'm going to give you. And if you take nothing else away from this episode, you're going to remember this. Specificity. Think of the products out there that you can't live without. What makes those products so valuable? Seriously, give it some thought. Bring a product you love to your mind right now. Something you can't live without. Maybe it's something that someone else might say, oh, well, that's not worth the money. But you believe that it's well worth every penny that you invest in whatever that thing is. Think of products that you're like, yeah, I cannot live without this. What is it about that product that makes it so valuable to you? If I had a guess, I'd say it's probably because it solves a specific problem for you. Think about it. You can even do that easy homework and think through some of the products that you have or services that you use. Things you're like, oh my gosh, this is worth every single penny. Like for me, having my house cleaned once a month and having my groceries delivered to my doorstep, I cannot live without. That is worth every penny that I pay to have those things outsourced. So think of things in your life like that. Maybe it's a product. Maybe it's a service. What makes it valuable? Is it the product itself? Is it the service itself? Or is it the value you perceive in that service? Others will perceive value in your products, your programs, or your services the same way. It boils down to the perceived value. And the way you communicate that value is through specificity. Solve a specific problem for people. I can remember the first time I wanted to raise my prices. I was trapped in this way of thinking that said, if I'm struggling to get clients right now to invest this amount with me, what's making me think that someone's going to pay more for the same thing I'm providing? And what I realized was that I was thinking about it totally backwards. I was going about it totally the wrong way. By focusing only on the price, this number that I was charging and struggling to get clients at that rate, it kept me from seeing the real issue, which was, People weren't buying because my prices were too high. People weren't buying because I wasn't doing a very good job of showing them the value. My offer was super broad. It was not specific at all. It was basically like, here, I'll coach you and help you grow your mindset so you can grow your business. Like, okay, no one's going to get the value in that, right? I laugh to think of it today, but I mean, hey, we all start somewhere. So I had to learn that I had to get really specific and almost reverse engineer my programs, my services, anything we offer here at The Effortless Life to really target, number one, a specific problem, and number two, to ask, how are we communicating the value 
so that people perceive it as valuable. Now, there's a very specific, easy way we do this, and I'm going to outline the steps here for you in a moment so you can walk away from this episode and finally feel what it's like to easily figure out what price you should be charging based on what you're going to provide so that you can raise your prices with confidence. But before we get to that, let me ask you something. What do you think happened when I did raise my prices, when I overcame that fear and raised them to where I wanted them to be and focused on showing people the value? I started attracting better clients. I started attracting clients who wanted to invest, who saw the value in investing in themselves and in their business. Clients who showed up on time, who responded quickly to emails, who responded at all, who paid attention, who did the work, who applied themselves and who got results. And let me ask you this. Do you think I was happier serving these clients when I was getting paid my worth and taking a stand? for the value of the transformation that I provide? You better believe it. So let me ask you this. Has there ever been a time where you've worked with someone who's raised their prices and you chose to continue working with them? If your answer is yes, then really this thought or this belief that, well, if I raise my prices, people won't want to continue working with me, doesn't really seem to hold water anymore, does it? Or let's just take this out of the business context completely. Let's say it's your favorite brand of coffee and it went up a few bucks for whatever reason. I have a favorite brand that I adore. And you know what it does? It solves the problem of bad tasting coffee. (laughs) My husband, Alan, calls me a coffee snob and we have tried so many different brands over the years. And the truth is, yeah, I probably am a little bit snobby when it comes to my coffee. I'm very particular. But you know why? Because I enjoy the experience so much of savoring my coffee, waking up. Mm, It's like the thing that gets me out of bed in the morning. Ask anyone in my family. Ask anyone on my team. They know this is true because I tell them the reason I get up at 515 is because the coffee's fresh. I even program it the night before. So let's just say using your favorite coffee as an example, or if you don't drink coffee, then think of a favorite product, something you just love and can't live without. And let's say that product went up a few bucks for whatever reason, shipping costs increased or production costs increased or whatever, whatever the reason is. For instance, let's just say the coffee you love used to be $12 a pound and now it's $15 a pound. Would you still buy it? If you saw the value in it, chances are you probably would. My coffee has gone up probably $5 a pound since I started drinking it. Guess what? I'm still drinking it. So if you're asking yourself, what will people pay for this? You're asking yourself the wrong question because the answer is always as little as possible. How do I know this? You pay attention. You pay attention to people's behavior. You pay attention to their habits. Think about if you're shopping around for a specific product. You do what a lot of us do, right? You go online, you'd look at Amazon, you'd scout that product, and you'd try to find the lowest price. Maybe you'd even check a few other websites just to make sure you're getting the best price. And then when you're convinced you have the best price, you buy the product. Have you ever done this? Well, guess what that does? It commoditizes the product. Trust me. You do not want your program or your product or your service to become a commodity because if it does, people are always going to be looking for the lowest price. Oh, a course on how to grow my Instagram. Let me see who out there has the cheapest price and that's the one I buy. You see where I'm going with this, right? So instead, you have to change that question from what will people pay for this and instead start asking How can I show the value in what I'm providing so that people will want to pay what I'm asking for it? How can I make it so irresistible that people can't help but pull out their wallet and say, 
here's my money. So as I mentioned a few moments ago, you've got to reverse engineer the process. And this is really easy to do. So from here on out, instead of asking yourself, what will people pay? And instead, you're going to start asking yourself, what do I want to charge for this product? Let's say it's 997 or 1997 or 2997. It doesn't matter what the number is, as long as it's what you want to charge for it. Then what you're going to do is you're going to make that program so valuable that it is worth that or more. And after you do this, your only job then is to show people why it's so valuable. Has there ever been a time where you've invested in a program and by the end of it, it was so valuable to you that you'd say something like, I can't believe I only invested this amount for this. It is worth so much more. That's what you want to do with your programs. So you're going to pick the price you want, not the price you think people will pay, the price you want. Then you're going to make the program worth that and then some. And then you're going to make it so irresistible and show people the value that they practically beg you to work with you. So for example, when I was designing the Effortless Life Academy, I picked the number that I wanted to charge, not the price that I thought someone would pay. I chose the minimum number I wanted in my bank account for each new incoming student. Or to put it this way, what I really chose was the minimum number I wanted people coming into this program to invest because I knew that if they were to make that minimum investment, that they're putting their money where their mouth is. They're investing in their business because those are going to be the type of people who show up and do the work. So that was the way I thought it through. And then I'm like, okay, here's the number. Now, how can I pack this program with so much value that at the end of the program, people will say, I should have paid you so much more for this, that they get that much value out of it. And I've had students in the program who've been with me. They've seen so many iterations of this program over the years. We've enhanced it. We've made it better and better and better. And they still say to this day, it is one of the best programs they have ever invested in. And that's what you want your program to be for people. Now, your only job is to get out there and create it. So if you've been hesitant to raise your prices, hopefully by now, you can clearly see that you're doing a disservice to your business and to your clients by undercharging. And that by simply focusing on delivering exceptional value and helping people get results, you can see that the price itself doesn't really matter. People will pay whatever you ask them to when they see the value in what you offer. When they see how it will transform their life in a way they'll never be able to put a price tag on. Plain and simple. Now, I know I gave you a lot of food for thought in this episode. And that's it for today. And if you're ready to level up your business and step into your power as the effortless CEO your business needs, then head to CourtneyElmer.com slash uplevel where you can find out more about how you can get access to the effortless life method and start generating the bigger income and the greater impact you were put here on this earth to create. I appreciate you so much for being here today with me. I love hearing from listeners like you and hearing what you have to say about the show. And as always, go forth and live your effortless life. You're the best. I'll see you next time. There is nothing worse than listening to podcasts that blast ads throughout their content or promote sponsored products that just aren't a logical fit for their audience. That's the quickest way to lose the trust with your audience that you are working so hard to build. So if you have a podcast of your own or you're looking to start one, 
There are three key principles when it comes to monetizing your show. And no, they don't have anything to do with finding paid advertisers or sponsors. There are three powerful ways that you can successfully monetize a podcast that has less than 10,000 downloads per episode. And inside of my free ebook, I'm going to show you how to do it. So just head to CourtneyElmer.com slash monetize to get your hands on a copy, read it, and let me know which strategy you plan to put to use first. That's CourtneyElmer.com slash monetize, CourtneyElmer.com slash monetize. As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. 